Oaxaca, Mexico. A light summer rain darkens the green stone walls of an old church, and I stand at its hip, listening across the gray brick side street. A three-wheeled moto-taxi rounds the corner and slowly approaches. Behind it, a flatbed, on which sits a big rectangular billboard. The outside of the billboard is a collage of masked, muscular men posing in bright reds and blues and greens, and somewhere inside the billboard is a sound system. The moto taxi parks, the driver ducks past a fruit stand, and a corner store selling cell phone SIM card refills on his way inside. The sky is darkening, but you can still see the mountain silhouette north of the city. The building across from the church that the driver ducks into is Arena San Francisco, a blue stucco warehouse with a garage door big enough for a truck which is exactly what the door is for, because during the day, Arena San Francisco is a one-floor parking garage. But stepping inside onto the slick tile floor, you wouldn't know it tonight. In the center of the concrete room is a full wrestling ring. The ropes flash yellow, red, blue, and green, and above the ring, Long parallel strings of matching colorful flags flitter in the fluorescent light. The ring is three to four feet high, and it's sheathed in a sort of vinyl cover with sponsor logos, most notably a dentist's office. And surrounding the ring on all four sides are about a dozen rows of red aluminum folding chairs ready for an audience. The sonic billboard is still audible out on the street. Tonight, it says, Lucha Libre. I'm Phil Corbett, and you are listening to The Wind. The wind. With Phil Corbett. Abigail Batista sits at a folding table near the back of the room. She and her partner, Algodancito, are here documenting the fights taking photos, doing interviews, and streaming it all live on the internet. ¿Cómo te llama? Abigail Bautista. 
¿Y dónde estamos aquí? Aquí estamos en la Arena San Francisco por la función que va a haber aquí. Vienen personas del Consejo Mundial de Lucha Libre. We are in the San Francisco Arena for the show that will take place here. People from the World Wrestling Council will come here today. The arena begins to fill up. Locals and tourists trickle in as the rain hits louder out on the street. Es como un actuación, pero es un deporte también, ¿sí? En oh. sí no es actuado. Este, toda la lucha es real. It is not an act as such. The wrestling is real. A lot of people say that wrestlers hit each other slowly or that they are not punching each other for real. La sangre es real. Entonces no es pintura, es sangre real. Las heridas... But when the matches get heated between the opponents, the blood is real. It is not paint. It's real blood, the wounds. That's why there is a stretcher and an ambulance so that injured wrestlers can be tended to by paramedics, because all of it is real. El ambiente que vive aquí la gente pues es emocionante porque pues cuando se avientan that atmosphere that people experience here is thrilling because well when the wrestlers jump and fly across the ring or when they fall off of it the audience is concerned that the wrestlers might fall onto them but then other people in the audience tell them not to move or stuff like that but this whole atmosphere is set by the same people who come to watch the people who like the wrestling sport, and by the fans who regularly are sitting in the first row. So it's the people themselves who set up the atmosphere. Entonces es la misma gente la que pone el ambiente. The state of Oaxaca is in south-central Mexico and reaches from Mexico's southern coast on the Pacific Ocean up into the high mountains. From those wooded mountains to the north, you can see the capital city, Oaxaca, or Oaxaca de Juarez. Benito Juarez was president of Mexico from 1858 to 1872. He was from the state of Oaxaca and was ethnically Zapotec, the first indigenous president in all of post-colonial North and South America. The Zapotec have been in this place for thousands of years, and the city of Oaxaca is built just down a mountain ridge from their ancient city of Monte Alban. The ruins of Monte Alban are adorned with rock carvings depicting the waves of conquest and war and peace. Back in Arena San Francisco, the warm-up fights have slipped past. The warm rain, plus a delayed beer delivery, have kept the audience a bit subdued, which I'd estimate at this point is about 100, 150 people. 
but towards the third or fourth fight, that is when things come alive. system begins to rumble and the crowd responds. They whistle and chant the names of the next luchadors, a couple of local favorites, in a doubles match. Two versus two. The announcer is wearing a suit. He's got a necktie, dark rimmed glasses, and he stokes the awakening audience as he struts back and forth across the ring with a wireless microphone. He floats to the far side and calls the first of four wrestlers in this match. Remember their names because you'll be hearing them a lot. First, Fantasma Blanco Jr. This translates to the White Ghost Jr. He appears from behind Abigail's AV table and hops into the ring. His muscle-bound form scales the ropes, and he stands high on the corner post, hands in the air. Fantasma Blanco Jr. wears high, shiny black leather boots over bright red spandex pants. His mask, too, is bright red, adorned with a thick black mohawk and two massive bull horns. He jogs around the ring as the announcer calls up his tag team partner. partner appears from the back room in a white mask and white boots. His name is Arcanos. Both he and Fantasma Blanco Jr. are massive dudes. Then it's time for the challengers. The announcer calls out the next wrestler, Endeavor, and the crowd begins to buzz. Endeavor appears in lime green pants and a green mask. He struts towards the ring with his arms above his head, but as he high-fives somebody in the aisle between the green room and the ring, Fantasma Blanco Jr. appears out of nowhere and punches him directly in the head. 
Junior grabs Endeavor by the back of his jersey and immediately throws him into a row of folding chairs. Their former occupants scatter to the edges. The bell has not yet rung, but the fight is clearly underway. Junior straddles Endeavor and begins to unlace his mask from behind, which is when the final of the four wrestlers appears. His name is Lasserman, and he wears no mask or shirt. His long black hair hangs below his shoulders, and he knocks Junior off of Endeavor before Arcanos can pull him backwards and throw him into the side of the ring. Right off the bat, it's a full-on brawl. As Endeavor, now off the floor, strides towards the ring, Junior appears again, bullhorns gleaming against the colorful ceiling of fluttering flags. And then he smacks Endeavor over the head with a folding chair. Then he punches him in the head a few more times and eventually drags the fight into the ring. At some point, the fight has officially started. Just a minute or two into round one, and Arcanos and Fantasma Blanco Jr. have a very clear advantage. Lasserman, shirtless, is being thrown around the hard tile floor by Arcanos, and Endeavor is laying motionless in the ring. As Junior gloats on the corner ropes, amping up the crowd, Arcanos hits Lasserman in the chest, hard, over and over. The shellacking just continues. Endeavor is suddenly back out of the ring, and he gets thrown into another row of fold-up chairs. His jersey falls away to reveal a sort of bondage tank top with a ring in the center of his chest. Junior drags him into the merchandise area, and they tussle on displays of Lucha Libre masks for sale. And then Junior womps Endeavor with a trash can. More audience scatters, chips and beer and soda splash across the tile floor, and though it's a sport specifically known for its bright colors, it is hard to ignore the sounds. The crashing of fold-up chairs as they skitter across the hard ground, the booming of a good slam in the ring, the harsh smack of flesh as the men repeatedly punch each other in the chest. The announcer, Manuel, does not announce during the fight, nor does he play music. These are reserved for the transitions, which means that the sound of the fight is clear and brutal. Endeavor's mask is adorned with an emblem of a five-point star and two small wings, but so far he has remained grounded. Nearby, Arcanos pins the maskless Lasserman in the center of the ring by stepping on his hair. Despite this beatdown, the crowd continues to chant for Endeavor, clearly a local favorite. 
After Lasserman gets up, he is literally kicked out of the ring, limping into the crowd, and the two opponents turn their focus to Endeavor. Arcanos kicks him in the back of the knees, and then together they slingshot Endeavor to the corner, his back against the post, seemingly the end of the line. With a few quick moves, it looks like Junior and Arcanos can wrap up round one. Arcanos attacks first with a lunge, and Endeavor, on defense, manages to lift his entire body over his head and tosses him acrobatically out of the ring, where he lands cleanly on his feet. As Fantasma Blanco Jr. approaches, to the crowd's delight, Endeavor begins to turn the tide. He lays Junior flat with a kick, square to the chest. Then, after being on the ground all match, Endeavor launches to the far ropes, bouncing dramatically into a run where he spins, puts his back against the opposite ropes, and bounces back like a ping-pong ball. He continues to gain speed and gets a good elastic push from the ropes opposite of Arcanos who is now standing outside the ring on the tile floor. He's in front of the audience, presumably waiting for the next perfect entrance, but out of nowhere, Endeavor, bouncing off the far ropes, breaks into a full sprint. Endeavor dips his star-adorned head, the wings on his mask pointing 15 feet out of the ring right at Arcanos. The audience in the flight path quickly scatters, seeing what's coming, and Endeavor, aimed like a rocket, propels himself between the second and third rope. The two of them skid hard into the folding chairs. Inside the ring, Lasserman has made a surprising return and holds down Junior with a leg hold. Arcanos, the landing pad, is now out for the count on the hard tile floor, so Endeavor joins Lasserman in the ring to finish off Fantasma Blanco Jr., which they do quickly. The ref calls round one for Lasserman and Endeavor to a shocked audience. Round two of the fight after the break. I reported this episode during a month-long trip to Mexico over the summer, and it was an excellent experience. Getting to know a place, getting to listen to new sounds... 
and it's something I would really like to do more of. And if you would like to hear more episodes that come from these experiences, you can help make that possible by becoming a patron. Head to patreon.com slash the wind and set up a monthly donation. You'll get access to merch, mixtapes, personalized postcards, and at $7 a month, you get the official Wind Listener patch. Every one of these donations helps me keep this thing going and making episodes like this one. That's patreon.com slash the wind or click the link at thewind.org. In Mexico, lucha libre is a national sport, and Oaxaca is one of its many centers. The sport's roots reach as far back as the 1800s, an untethered evolution of Greco-Roman wrestling. Lucha libre means free fight or freestyle fighting. But despite its 19th century starting point, its popular history is tied without give to the emergence of television. Palacio de las Bellas Artes. Profesor Orlo, llamando a Santo. In 1950s Mexico, the founder of the principal Mexican Wrestling League began broadcasting matches across the country. Early wrestlers like El Santo, Blue Demon, and Mil Mascaras captivated TV audiences with their showmanship, their enigmatic costumes, and their aerial wrestling moves known as High Flying. Lucha Libre is visually inseparable from its masks. They typically cover a wrestler's full head with a zipper up the back. And in contemporary style, they're colorful and intricate. I've heard that the tradition of the fighter's mask may date back to the Aztec, who arrived here as conquerors from the north in the 1400s. Bueno, son son diferentes diferentes puntos de vista, ¿no? Eh, yo creo que para un luchador lo más importante, primero que nada, debe ser su preparación física. Well, there are different points of view, right? I think that for a wrestler, the most important thing before anything else must be his physical preparation. To prepare daily at a gym, to be prepared for the blows he'll receive up there. That would be the main thing for a gladiator. This is Manuel León Hernández the man whose voice has guided us through the night. Manuel is the announcer. Soy anunciador de Lucha Libre en el estado de Oaxaca, México. Algo muy importante dentro de la Lucha Libre mexicana que... Another thing that is very important in Mexican Lucha Libre and which is why it is a world referent is the costumes, the mask, the mysticism that a given character represents. Yo creo que eso es lo más importante de la Lucha, de la lucha Libre en cuanto a, a visualización. In terms of visualization, I think the equipment, the costume of a wrestler, that's the most characteristic thing. The decorum surrounding the mask is perhaps best told through Lucha Libre's most famous wrestler. 
El Santo, the saint, appeared for the first time on June 26, 1942. His mask was simple, entirely silver with steep teardrop eyes. Though the man inside had wrestled for almost a decade under different names and personas, the character of El Santo became a singular image of Mexican pop culture. He appeared regularly on TV, in dozens of films, and was the main character in a popular comic book. But for 40 years, El Santo never appeared out of his mask, even in private. His own crew didn't know his face, and he would take separate flights to matches. The mask is the wrestler, and to unmask a luchador is to kill an identity. Ego death in the ring. In 1984, El Santo appeared on Mexican television. He had retired two years previous, and in the middle of the interview, he lifted his mask to reveal his face. The man beneath was Rodolfo Guzman Huerta, age 66, and this was the only known unmasked appearance of El Santo, communicating a final goodbye. He died just one week later, and was buried in his silver mask. Okay. Esta, esta arena en la que se llevó a cabo la lucha el día de hoy es una arena que tiene mucha tradición. Okay, this arena where today's match took place has a very long tradition. It has been running for over 40 years, and it's an arena that in regular days works as a parking lot. And well, that people get the most folkloric vision possible is what it's all about. Back in the arena, water drips through the ceiling into the ring. Then it drips onto the tile floor and mixes with puddles of beer knocked over by fleeing crowds and flying wrestlers. The audience seems to move with the action, becoming a part of the whole story. A story that is led by Manuel's vocal stylings. His speech is a performance of its own, and it expertly builds and diffuses tension. <laughs> Bueno, eh, mi trabajo como anunciador es presentar a cada uno de los gladiadores. ¿De qué manera me preparo? Primero que nada, pues mi instrumento... My job as a commentator is to present each of the gladiators. How do I prepare? First of all, well, my voice is my instrument of work. Here, when I am off the ring, this is my voice. Mi voz, mi voz es distinta. But when I am up there, I have to work and modulate my voice. My voice is different up in the ring, and I obviously have to take good care of it. I have to prepare by studying each of the wrestlers. What does their character mean? Which records do they hold? What are they going to present to the audience? My job is to make a story, to hook the audience with a story, so that when the gladiator enters the arena, there will be a full explosion from the crowd. That's my job. 
As Manuel calls round one for Lasserman and Endeavor, the fight continues around him. It's not neatly contained to the beginning and end of rounds. Endeavor takes this opportunity to enact revenge on Fantasma Blanco Jr. with his own folding chair assault. Payback for that earlier punch and the whole first round in desperate defense. Junior's mohawk flaps around as he's thrown into row after row of folding chairs. We are now in between rounds one and two, so this is just for sport. Endeavor picks up a chair and approaches Fantasma from behind, slipping the crossbar over his horns, and he uses the aluminum legs to strangle him as his shiny boots heel against the tile. Endeavor then threatens to remove his mask, starting at the laces, but instead they disengage and return to the ring for round two. The second round is more acrobatic, focusing on one-on-one wrestling. More in the ring than in the audience this time. Well, it's acrobatic apart from a few straight-up slapping matches, where the men take turns just smacking the hell out of each other's chests. Lasserman hits Arcanos, who hits Lasserman, who hits Arcanos, back and forth, and their chests turn a dark red. Then they begin to launch each other into the ropes, which seems to begin the high flying. It's a barrage of flips and complicated aerial spins. Lazerman scales the corner post at one point and delivers a two-footed flying kick to Arcanos, who falls backwards. Both of them land on their back and then spring right back into the action. But the two of them appear to be losing steam. Arcanos delivers a heavy kick to a winded Lasserman, and both kind of lumber away from each other. Lasserman slides out of the ring and backs up against the audience, adjusting his spandex. Out of nowhere, Arcanos begins the same move Endeavor used in round one. He is a large man, and runs at full bore, launching himself out of the ring with a grunt. The attack is more or less successful, and he falls into the audience, dragging Lasserman down with him as the crowd scatters. The attention turns to Endeavor and Fantasma, who begin hitting their forearms against each other's throats and collarbones. At some point, Endeavor inexplicably charges the ref, or is maybe thrown into him. Regardless, this seemingly injures the ref, who falls to the ground, all before Fantasma grabs Endeavor again and tosses him into the air and then kicks him square in the groin. Lasserman, meanwhile, out in the audience, has pinned Arcanos on the tile. There is a lot going on, and the audience does our best to follow the action. After enduring the dramatic groin kick, 
Endeavor from the ground grabs Phantasma by the mohawk and pins him. And then the limping ref shakily crawls over and taps him out. And like that, the match is over. The winners, Lasserman and Endeavor. But the action is not yet finished. Endeavor takes the mic and shouts into a peaking sound system. They have won the match, but as they accept the win, Phantasma, rising from the ground, attacks Endeavor and throws him into the ropes, where upon return, he somehow leaps several feet into the air, locks his legs around Phantasma's neck, and then swings around in a 360 twisting motion before Junior is thrown into a front flip and bounces out of the ring. Endeavor, once again, aims his wings and initiates launch sequence. Endeavor collides with the horned phantasma, who immediately collapses. When they get up, they begin a straight-up fistfight, boxing as the audience surrounds them. Manuel comes onto the PA speaker and tries to break it up. Arcanos, meanwhile, has accepted defeat and ducks into the green room. Endeavor continues to fight Fantasma and backs him up in the direction of the exit. Then Manuel plays an exit song in an attempt to play them off. And in a flick of the wrist, Fantasma Blanco Jr. in his big gleaming bullhorns disappears behind a green curtain. Lasserman jogs over to collect Endeavor and drags him back towards the center of the arena. The two men bow and accept gifts as children rush them, wearing little luchador masks, bouncing up the ropes, doing somersaults, the colorful flags swaying above.
As the crew disassembles the ring, I do a ringside interview with Endeavor. ¿Cómo te llamas? Endeavor. 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 Es el nombre luchístico. Endeavor is my ring name. En el ring, sí. cambia el personaje, cambia todo. Soy un, un personaje, digamos, lo rudo, pero ahorita por la rivalidad. In the ring, everything changes. The name comes from the NASA, a space shuttle from the USA. Let's put it this way. This is a spaceship, and it is called Endeavor. The star from the universe. There are stars and everything in the sky, so that's why. And the wings, because they are part of a spaceship. cuando estás en el ring? The flights that one performs can project on them, so I think that the name is related to flying, to be in the sky, the top. The flights that one performs can project onto them. I ask what he thinks is the most important part of a fight. Lo más importante, al menos para mí, es la afición, que la afición esté contenta, feliz de al verme allá arriba del ring. The most important for me, at least, are the fans. The fact that they are happy to see me there with the work I develop. That they live happy more than anything because they come and pay for a ticket. I think that is rewarding to see they live happy with the role we play in the ring. For me, why it's important? Because it's basically my life. I keep my life in the ring every time I'm on the top. Earlier, standing by the soundboard with the announcer Manuel, I tell him about a short story by Ivan Turgenev. It's called The Singers an old Russian tale of two men in a rural tavern who have a singing contest. When the first singer goes, he is technical and flashy, winning over many of the townsmen with lesser taste by throwing his voice with virtuosic control. Some are so impressed that they call for the other singer to be disqualified to save his honor. But the second man who starts a little shaky, ascends into a song so moving, so emotional, that much of the audience tears up. The narrator's mind is taken far away to the sea, where a magnificent bird stares motionless toward the sunset. I ask Manuel if Lucha Libre is like this. ¿Es lo mismo en Lucha Libre? It has a lot to do with that. There are gladiators that are physically prepared, that have spectacular moves, but definitely there is something that is very, very important. It's basic. Here in Mexico, we call it to have angel or to have an angel, right? This thing of having the best spirit is called having an angel. To have an angel is that a gladiator can connect with the people, that the people like him, that he grabs their attention, that people chant their name. That is extremely important. Sometimes there are very, very good wrestlers, but that angel, that spirit that they project onto people, is what makes the crowd support them even more. 
lo que provoca que un, que, que un luchador sienta todo ese ánimo y se lleve la victoria. Most of the time, this is what causes a wrestler to feel all of that support and emerge victorious. There are many factors involved, but the angel is very important because it will determine the way in which people respond to a wrestler. And ultimately, that is what will transform them into idols at the end of the day. Son personas normales, pero al momento en el que se visten, que se ponen una máscara... These are ordinary people, they are normal people, but in the moment they get dressed, that they wear a multicolor mask, a mask that represents a character, these people change completely. They become a, well, they practically become immortal once they're up in the ring. is produced by me, Phil Corbett. This season was produced with support from the Google Podcast Creator Program through PRX and our patrons. If you want to support the show, head to patreon.com slash thewind or click the link on the website. Set up a monthly donation to help keep this thing going. Thanks to Abigail Bautista, Algo Dancito, Manuel El León Hernández, Endeavor, and Vega for talking with me for this episode. The interviews were translated and read in English by good friends Mariana Porcel, Angelica Daza, and Juan Diego Beltran. Angelica and Juan Diego have a podcast called Pensamiento Espiral, Spiral Thought. If you understand Spanish, I cannot recommend this podcast highly enough. It is in-depth interviews with indigenous people all across the Americas that investigate connections with Earth. That's Pensamiento Espiral on your podcast app. For links, photos, videos, live show calendar, merch, and more, visit thewind.org. The music in this episode was Roots Connective by Eclept Insan, a guitar song from the public domain, and Dios Nunca Muerte, Gods Never Die, used with permission by Banda Mije de Oaxaca. If you want to explore some really excellent music like this, I will post a link to them on the website. Make sure to subscribe on your podcast app, and the best way to get the word out is to share an episode with a friend. Thank you for being here, and keep listening. Keep listening.